Today is July 14th. The Yankees lose a series to the Reds and they lose a couple players to injuries. Wow. How about it? Let's talk Yanks. Achoo. That was Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks, presented by Seat Geek. My name is Jimmy. Joining me as guest host for the episode is Jake <laughs> and BBD, our everyday producer in the corner. This version of Jake. Uh, usually we get normal Jake. Today we have Square Jake, which makes sense. You know what? I blame you. The Yankees are playing how you look bad and i had to dress up and be super cool guy to counterbalance your vibes look at me i look at a guy that passes out in the middle of the living room at a party you look like me and i look like you that's pretty crazy thanks to seat geek seat geek code yanks and the yankees are gonna need you guys this upcoming homestand against the red sox so make sure you use seat geek code yanks twenty dollars off your first order, uh, James Davis. Everyone joining us live at eleven twenty-four tonight, um, and everyone listening after that, and your family and your friends, everyone in the world, uh, except all the bad people. Mm. Um, you're not welcome here, no. uh, including myself with this goatee. But you're a bad guy for sure. No, 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 no. Uh, the goatee is bad. I'm not a bad Actually, guy. Actually, you like wish you were a bad guy. You yeah. you go around telling people like, yeah, I've done some bad things. And everyone's like, no, you haven't, yeah, dude. Like, you live at home. Your mom does your laundry. Pushed a trash can over, dude. That just, that doesn't help anyone in society. Yeah. Um, yeah, what a, what a series, man. The Cincinnati Reds, three games. Uh, I don't know if any of the teams wanted to win these games. All three games could have gone to either team. Not a good brand of baseball. The worst bullpen in baseball, the Cincinnati Reds, uh, versus a worn-out Yankees pen that led to some absolute <laughs> rough baseball at the end of some of these games. Uh, Yankees end up losing the series to the lowly Reds. Oh, my God. Um, and I, I don't know. I mean, Jim, I'll, I'll see where you at. I, I mean, I think a lot of the, a lot of the Yankees kind of glaring problems are just still glaring at the end of this. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm not too freaked out by all of it. The Yankees are clearly looking for the all-star break. So are the team. So is the team that they, uh, this red series is sandwiched around the, the Red Sox are in a brutal spot right now that. Uh, I think they just got four games swept by the Rays. So, uh, yeah, I mean, the Yan the Yankees' needs and problems are still the Yankees' needs and problems. They they could have stumbled into easy an easy win in the first game if the guy who's been our rock all year has anything towards his normal performance or even a mid-performance, but it was as bad as he's ever looked in his pinstripes. And then uh, tonight uh, becomes just... 
chaos baseball as we're banking on Abreu, Litke, J-Lo on his first day back. So, uh, for me, it's it's a little, it is what it is. Uh, obviously, not the best of times, but not the worst of times either. That was the worst series watch of the season for me. Uh, since that Baltimore one, I guess, this is worse than that. Like, I just didn't, I, I was like begging like for the all-star break. Like, I'm kind of like, just, this sucks. If you guys want to get there, like, I'll just get there too. I thought these games were pretty bad watch on both sides. Neither team was trying to win. The Reds booted like a bajillion place. And then the Yankees had to use Wandy, King, and Cole games one and games two. So game three, they had no choice. They had to go to, like, they were going to bring Chapman in if they tied the game. I almost was like, all right, let's just do the show then. Like, this is ridiculous. And I get it. Boston is coming up. I thought this was going to be a trap series. So kind of like what I, I just expected, a very flat thing. And I'm I, I'm not negative on the season, obviously. Like, I don't want people to kind of try to counter what I'm about to say and be like, oh, dude, there's 15 games above 500. Why? I'm not. I don't have a good energy going into Boston series, especially after the last two games and the first couple games. Like, I think it's going to be a rough last couple games of the of the break. And then they're going to regroup. They clearly need it and want it and then start hot again, uh, depending on some changes. But yeah, I don't feel good going into this Red Sox series either. I just think that everyone wants to fucking chill for a second. Yeah. Kind of like we did our, we did, we did the first half. It's like uh, they have like a senioritis right now. A little bit. And and that's kind of why I don't mind is, is that if you had to circle a trap series before the season, how about the Red Series before the All-Star break between two Red Sox series? I mean, if we if we did a preseason episode of Biggest Trap Series this year, uh, this would have been at least top two. Um, and, and Oakland won two, and they swept that one. And and the way the Yankees are currently playing with the, with the depleted bullpen. And yeah, man, that's where uh, I think it's funny because we're saying that and we're kind of expecting the worst for three days. Talking Sox, not, not a podcast, probably a podcast. Um... Yeah, but they have to win. They're saying the worse. Yankees they're saying a to. lot worse stuff than us right now, as as they just left it. So it's gonna be a fun, ugly weekend in the Bronx. If you thought these games were a tough watch, I think we might get more of the same coming up. Um, and as uh, whoever loses two out of three in that series, I mean, people will be hitting the panic button. But yeah, I mean, obviously not pretty. But uh, you know, if replace any of Clay Holmes's appearances. Uh, tonight, I mean, the, the guys coming out of the bullpen, I, I think there will be a day when we look back and laugh at this series. But probably more importantly, uh, Hixie. Uh, Hixie. Hixie and Severino, man. Uh, two, two guys we've been kind of ranting and raving about recently, uh, and they both get hurt. Yeah. Uh, Sevy goes to the IL, latch strain, and Hixie... Saying just a bruise, I'm pretty skeptical about both. So, but that's how I live. Right. Um, but the amount of guys we've had, like it's a bone bruise, and then they play on it, and then oh, never mind. And the amount of guy and lat strain is never a, a, a good like that's like not a good leading injury. So hoping for the best, but I'm not gonna be uh optimistic that it's 15 days and they're back. The last time Sevy was down with a grade one lat strain, it was April, and he returned in September. So not a great track record of that. Yeah, I mean, uh, the Seve side of it uh, is obviously a little more scary of what he would mean to this season. Um, 
We'll see. I mean, he he tried to pitch through it, which is crazy in hindsight, and uh, you half get the athlete side of it, but you're also like, dude, you can't be doing that. Uh, that we'll have to see. Like you, you had the best comment on it. Uh, you know, scrolling through Twitter, and half the people were relieved it was a last strain, and half the people were horrified that it was a last strain. So. Uh, I think the you know the truth per usual probably lies somewhere in the middle. Maybe we'll hit up Dr. Chris Ahmad. We're we're <laughs> he follows me on Twitter, um, and then yeah, Hixie. Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna smell funny business anywhere. Uh, like the Sevy thing kind of made sense. He fully admitted it. He was like, I was not feeling good, <laughs> and then his fastball was down, and then he pulls himself out of the game. So you're like, okay, uh, Hixie. I mean, you know, rails a foul ball off his leg as hard as you can do it. Uh, needed to help off the field help off the field and you know I'm not saying this is what's happening you know it it did look like it caught a little more meat than some of the more horrific times that's happened in baseball history but um, I mean the Yankees are were also searching for an outfielder coming into that game and then Aaron Hicks goes down if if they announce he's going to be out for six weeks you know, the supply and demand or the price tag just went up for the Yankees a little bit. So there's a chance there's some funny business there too. So uh, pretty brutal because we just did a thing on how good Aaron Hicks had been about six weeks of all-star level play. Uh, And then you could say the same thing for Seve. His last nine starts have been a 2-6 ERA. So a couple tough bullets to swallow along with uh, some of the worst baseball we've seen this year. Yes. Great, great points. Anything else we can talk about? Anything else we can talk about? Um, Like there's there's lineups and decisions, but that's after the burns. But injury-wise, Luizaga comes back. Sears goes down. Johnny Luizaga comes back. Sears goes down. Uh, Weber is back with the team. A cat with nine lives. Um. Yeah, I think that's all the, you know, Rortvet rehabbing. Herman, we're not fully sure what's going on, but he was around the team a little bit, so I, I don't know. I think Boone said he's doing at least one more rehab start, but I think that's what he said today. There you go. Because they weren't get, Sevy wasn't going to pitch against Boston, right? It's Cole Monty. No, he's I own. Yeah, he was he was lined up to go into the All Star break anyways. So uh, you're you're gonna IL him, and then that's that's where the Hicks stuff gets interesting. Are they? Oh, they traded for Waiter. They traded for our guy, my doppelganger. As of tomorrow, not with this goatee, uh, my doppelganger. Tyler that would be Wade. rude. Um. And, I mean, he can, because he was DFA'd by uh, the Angels, he'll go to the Yankees AAA. And a little insurance, base running-wise and defensively, I mean, he's the same Tyler Wade you guys are probably all familiar with. I watched some of the AAA game today. Oh, really? I didn't see that. What? I follow you on the internet. I, I saw no, I, but I didn't just look at the box. I tweeted out the box. I watched some of it. Yeah. I'm more interested. I was more interested in that than the Yankees game tonight. Yep. Um, they it's funny like they got guys down there like Guzman hitting a home run and then um, uh, Anduhar like he rock like yesterday rock it was fun, like 
LaCastro. It's like, wait, I kind of am interested in these guys. Yeah. Peraza, Florial's been going nuts. Yeah, Florial's been going nuts. Yeah. The other Peraza's an MLB guy. And I do, um, you know, Jim, I, I know you saw this interaction earlier, but, you know, I made a Ryan Weber joke, uh, and there's someone that wasn't happy with it, and someone had our back online. It was like, it's a joke. Um, I will say this. Ryan Weber's there to eat innings if the Yankees need to eat three innings up seven or down seven, uh, which is a role you need. Especially watching the crew that came in tonight. Uh, and, I mean, we're talking literal 26-man roster stuff here, so buckle up. But there's a couple guys in AAA that are doing well that could have been in, put us in a better spot than some of the guys tonight. But that's that's some real deep-cut Yankee stuff. I almost replied to that guy who was like, you guys are so mean to Ryan Weber. Yeah. Like, we're... Like, we're hosting a podcast about a Little League team. Right. We can't make fun of the way a guy throws. He's got feelings. Well, he throws like a weirdo. Right. I don't like watching it. Throws like a Little Leaguer. Come on. He he throws kind of like... Mean. uh Like, you know, like when people talk about, like, well, how would you teach an alien to do this? No, <laughs> describe every step of it. That's, that's noise Zar makes. <laughs> Burn game one, Jake. Jim, let's get into the burns. The burns are brought to us by Athletic Greens AG1. Jim, you're a dad now, man. You got to start taking your health a little more seriously. That's why I worked out all day today. Athletic Greens can take you to the next level, Jim. With one scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods and probiotics to help you start your day right. Improves your gut health, uh, nervous system, immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, all of the things. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial anything, while still tasting good. Costs you less than $3 a day. Invest in your health. It's better and cheaper than your cold brew habit. To make it easier on you guys, Athletic Greens is going to give you free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash yanks. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash yanks to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Visit athleticgreens.com slash yanks today. Today. It's only today. Garrett J. Cole would try to work out of the Yankees losing ways versus Graham Cracker Ashcraft for Cincy as they'd play three s'more games in the Bronx. Bottom one, the truth hurts. Wait, is it Lizzo or Rizzo with the two RBI single? Two nothing, make it three. It's Donaldson, RBI single of his own. Three nothing, it'd stay that way. Oh, Garrett. Seven innings pitch, zero earned runs, 11 Ks. It was a telephone game for Cole because he was dialed. He passes the torch to my king, my king, who is royally good. And here comes the robot horse for the save. Oh, my God, the system is down. Clay Holmes goes Space Jam Power Zap Mode Nightmare Outing. 
but Wandy has his back. Two outs. Oh, no. It's four to three, Reds, and that's your final. How about your worst loss of the season? Thanks. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Got the rug pulled out from underneath uh, us on this one, Jakey boy. Rug on my face. I used to collect caterpillars. Yeah. It's a popular little kid thing. Looks like four caterpillars just like circling each other. A tribute to the old Yankees teams. Those are worms. Caterpillars are the most worm thing that's ever existed. Uh, worms. Yeah. Same answer. More, more wormy. Just hey, this game. Yes. The lineup came out and I was like, Oh, yeah. they're going to arrest guys for Boston again. We did a little guess the lineup, and we kind of stumbled into the judge double rest. Judge double rest, battling things, going through a little bit of a slumper. Uh, Galloway over Carpenter. No Marwin, Sklaber too. So it was a weird lineup. And then... Uh, yeah, I mean, Clay Holmes gets zapped of all of his powers for a night. So what What are you going to do? They should have got more runs. The first three batters combined for two runs, and then they stand pat. And I said this in my post game. I, li- I should have tweeted. I literally tweeted, I think the Yanks are just going to try and win this game with two runs at this point. Call to the fresh bullpen. And they scored a third. But it just felt like one of those games where they're like, bah, that's good enough. See ya. So many talking points from this game. I want to give a shout-out to Curry and Ruko. Um, their post-game show was just an exhibition. Like, they... Like, compared to the episode we're putting out today, like, it's a, it's a masterpiece in the MoMA <laughs> compared to us, like, in little kid drawings. Yeah, I mean, this this had this had the full Yankee script. This should have been a 3 nothing game. Yankees win. Uh... Clay Holmes' ERA going into this was 0.46. Insanity, and he's just completely wild. Like, as as wild as Chappie had ever been on the mound. It it was almost unreal to see. Um, Wandy comes in in his dream scenario. Bases loaded, no outs, one-run lead. Fire me up. He goes full Wandy, gets the double play ball back to him. Trevi can't turn it. He can't make the pick out of his glove. It's a tough play for a catcher. Trevi would be the first one to tell you uh, he can make that play. Next one's to Donaldson. It's a chopper. It could it would have been a super tight double play to turn. Senzel runs incredible. He goes home with it. I believe it's the right play. I think everyone that's smart believes it's the right play because you also just survived. You're about to get two outs without the run scoring. So you take the out at home and you try to win that game. Wandy has Jonathan India in the mix master. He's swinging at everything. Wandy's got to put one more in the dirt, and he would be the hero of all heroes. Leaves a change up high. Tote completely off the plate. Would have hit a lefty batter, but Jonathan India full swing mode, full extended end of the bat, bloops it in, two-run score to take the lead. And then my guy Glaber, who's playing awesome. Awesome and looks incredible. 
He's got a couple because he tried to stretch out a double into a triple because the ball rolled away. It seemed innocent at the time because the Yankees were up 3 nothing, And it's like, yeah, have yourself they a day. They got stopped in the dirt. Have yourself a day, kid. And it was a really nice relay throw. Reds deserve credit for that. Major League Baseball team playing a better brand of baseball since their 3-22 and start. Almost 500. I got stats and facts. And then Glaber, the Yankees are rallying. We're doing it. Glaber hits a chopper up the middle. The ball most destined to hit a bag you've ever seen to the fact that Glaber's watching it misses the bag he gets out on a double play by a half step where he was called safe originally they overview it and he's looking at it while he's running down the line you can't blame him for it but I was complimenting how happy and awesome Glaber's been this year and you're like is he gonna go puppy dog he bounces back later but man uh just so much chaos in the final inning of baseball of this game. I didn't think Donaldson should go for the double play. You get no. the out at home there. So I, yes. I saw a couple of people saying that. And I was like, what are you guys talking about? It would have had to been perfect, perfect. Imagine, yeah, and no. I, and they I should have turned the first one. it was. Yes. Yes. That's where, that's where you didn't turn the first one and you're playing. You kind of have house money when you're about to get two outs and no run is scored. Um, and yeah, and man. and the other thing is, I people were complaining like, you got to get Clay Holmes out of the game sooner. It's like, it's a three batter minimum one, yeah. two. Juan needs to warm up. It's not like Juan de warm warms up with Clay Holmes. He's been right. absolutely lights out. I think that was the fastest they could have got Wandy in the game. Yeah, it just kept going bad and worse. And I mean, so that's just people like you know. He had a very off night. If there's anyone that deserves an off night, it's Clay Holmes. And, yeah, we we got Votto'd a little bit this series. He used his veteran experience to get a couple big hits in this one. There was a ball. IKF outdives a ball in that last inning, which that's you don't see that every day on a baseball field. That, well, uh, yeah, I mean, it was under his glove. Yeah. Um, like, I don't think it... I don't think it needed to be a diving stop. Yeah, I mean, it needed to be a stop. I, like, yeah. I don't, I don't I mean, think it was a double he, play ball, but it, it needed to be stopped. It was on. He dove past it. Right. Would have been a nice stop. It's not a. I don't think he would. I, would he have gotten an out? If it stops it, flips it to Glaber, maybe? I have no idea. You don't know, but um, tough replay. Uh,. And yeah, all that being said, they still, uh, you know, Wandy's one pitch away, man. Um, one pitch away, and he uh, he doesn't get it though. No. Let's go to game two. Game two. Game number. Yankees would look for stopper Sevy to end the three-game skid and hopefully a minor blip in the season as Mike takes the hill for the Reds. Bottom two, the farmer caught a moose and raised a fair child. Sevy gives up three straight homers to the seven, eight, and nine hitters for Cincy like a Liverpool blowout. It's four-nothing Reds, but in the third, like the classic 1995 song, I've got five on it. Highlighted by an IKF RBI, RBI, RBI. A base is clearing double. It's 
for Yanks. A little seesaw action from the Reds as Votto hits an RBI single, and it's no longer even Stevenson with his sack fly. 6-5 Cincy. Hit the music, Junkalo. Let the rhythm take you over, Junkalo. Tequiero tying homers. It's 6-6. Six six. Bunos Cantos. His Highness does it again as Mike King puts a zero on the board. And Alexis Diaz is a zero with back-to-back wild pitches to lose the game. Yankees walk it off. Kinda. 7-6 final. I forgot that's how this game ended. Mm-hmm. I mean, and all the all the runs on minor, like four out of the five on him came on unearned runs, and then that's they walked it off. Jeez, Reds, be better. Something like that. IKF had his best at bat of the season. I think. Uh worked it to three and one. And then jumped that ball, put it to the outfielder's feet, and clears the bases. I think that's his best at bat. Good one tonight, too. Um, well, no, that's he didn't work. He like swung at this pitch. Yeah, he had two strikes on him uh, tonight. Was fine, but this. But that was. But that. But I'm he saying he drove a ball in the gap to clear the bases. I'm. He used his a swing, like he was like, "Hey, I'm gonna hit with power." Right. Tonight he just. He did the same thing. It just happened to go up, up the middle and set up to the shortstop. Yep. Um, but yeah, I was like, he I was like, oh, three. I sat up when I saw three one count. I was like, what's he gonna do? Like, is he going to swing big? And then he did. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Sure did. Uh, we might get him to him in a little bit. Severino, we talked about at the top. Uh, he's shoulder doesn't feel good coming into the game. He tries to pitch through it. Uh, the fastball velo is down. His first at bat of the game, another Curry Ruko gem. He opened up all off speed, and they were like, Luis Severino's literally never done that. So something was up. Um, and then, uh, yeah, he gives up three straight homers <laughs> with his fastball velo down like six miles per hour. So, yeah. Yeah. That, that One to Stuart good. Fairchild. Yes. First homer of his season. Life? Season? Yeah, I don't know if his career. I think it's season. Uh, Well, it might be more. I think first of his career. Cool. Congrats, Stuart. Congrats. Bad name. It was like only the second time in baseball history that the seven, eight, nine hitters in a lineup have gone back to back to back. Uh, So some history with an exclamation point there. Uh, J.P. Sears comes in and is J.P. Sears. Um Kind of gets caught up in his his final inning there, but does what he's asked to do, and uh, and then the bullpen from there, like like you mentioned, they they roll it back out. Wandy comes in for an out. Uh, Chapman looks better. Um, Clay Holmes, he comes back, and my God, thank another factor in this game was an umpire with a massive strike zone, biggest strike zone I've seen all year. Talk about kind of a blessing because Clay Holmes could have been in a lot worse situation without that cat behind the dish. Um, and then Mike King does good Mike King stuff that puts a zero on the board that DJ LeMahieu, the speed, uh, scores as the Manfred runner. Um, wild pitch, wild pitch. 
walked Rizzo to get to Stanton to put the double play in order. And then, and then they had Stanton 0-2. And they went back. They went slider, wild pitch, runners advance. And I was like, all right, there goes the slider. They're not going to throw that again. So Stan's probably sitting fastball here. And then they threw the slider again, and the game was over. And I was like, oh, brave decision. Yeah. Do you think they were like, we didn't think that through? <laughs> we well, think it could happen again? I, I just think it was, you know, Kester was all over it. They were talking about how they're, the Reds are kind of, they're being very safe with Diaz this year. He was surprised that they even went back-to-back with him, but uh, 10 inning game, which ends up coming for both of these bullpens on the final day. Um, the first one, Stevenson really could have had. It kind of slipped under his glove. It's one of those... You think it's going to pop up a little bit, and it just kind of found the hole and got away. So I, I think, you know, just guessing, but a young Reds team was probably like, oh, you know, we're we're good. Stevenson gives a little my bad. They go back to it, and it's it's a rough one by Diaz. So, um, you know, it would have been nice to see someone put a little wood on it to get the game winner, but what can you do? Got to win ugly sometimes. Yeah. Win ugly is better than losing pretty, I've heard. Well, that's what people say about you right now. Joe's. Someone in the chat earlier said, Jake, that goatee sucks. <sighs> okay. This is a comment I read. And, but you keep telling me it's in that middle area that you got to fight through to get it to the good point, right? You fought and you lost. Mm-hmm. Sounds like game three. Yeah, let's listen to game three. Anything else from game duh? I mean, we missed No, it. I was surprised to see Gallo back-to-back lineup starting in left field back-to-back, and then I realized they're trying to find value or just try to find anything. I'm very interested to see if Gallo starts. Uh, he started the third game. If he, if he starts in Boston or if they, like, completely hide him. Because um, that, that would... Well, with Hicks out, it might be different, but... Yeah, I think with Hicks out, because they played him in left field at the stadium, which I know you were you noted he hadn't done that in a while. Oh, he looked bad. That's the other note. Hmm. He didn't look sharp. He hasn't... Not as sharp in left field as right field, but uh, they haven't played Carpenter in left field at the stadium. That's something to watch out for. They at, won't after tonight. Yeah. So I, I think, you know, that, that means Joey's out there. Well... Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. You can get a Marwin start. Maybe we'll get a Marwin start in left field. Yeah. Sales the last game, so they probably do that. Yeah. I might have an award tied into this. Okay. Okay. Teaser. For those, I have I have uh, four awards prepped if this with is, names. I felt bad last step. I have I, one prepped. I, last step, I didn't have any prepped, and that's just a, a bad act by me. So I have four prepped today. For those of you watching your first episode of Talking Yanks, a little teaser, we do awards towards the back half of the show. Yeah, and someone in a review recently said that they don't like the awards because <laughs> they feel contrived. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Which... Uh, Got an audible laugh out of me. 
That's good. Because they're not contrived awards. We're not making them up on the spot or just like randomly naming things that we want to talk about in the form of an award. They're well thought out. They're respected. And we send trophies to the players. Other times they're not. Let's uh, let's do game three. Whole thing feels a little trite. <laughs> let's do game three. A rubber match in the Bronx. Haven't said that a lot. Speaking of a rubber, it's time to get nasty. With Nestor Cortez Jr. on the bump versus a guy the Yankees would love to castile at the deadline with Luis towing the slab, add in the boogie down. Like my college experience, we're shut out through four. My God, does Brandon Drury hate Matt Carpenter. The opportunity he always wanted. It's a sack fly to right. It's one nothing Reds. Let's tie it up at one. Stanton. Oh, Chopper scores one. Weird play there. Thank you, Jonathan India. Joey Votto does it again. It's two to one. Make it four to one. The farmer in the dough. The farmer in the dough. Hi ho, the Dario. The farmer in the dough. It's four to one. But Jim, it's these 22 Yankees. Big Aaron Judge to right center. Whoo! What fortitude by him to make it four to two. And then for everyone at the bar, Glaba Bombs, Glaba Bombs, we are tied up at four. Bunos Cantos and in the tenth. Oh, Lucas is not lit. Key Votto with the RBI double. Stevenson says, I'll have what he's having. And then Donnie barrels another of his own. It's 7-4. Let's go home. Not so fast, my friend. The Carpenter nails one again. Maddie C in the power of 3-2 run homer. It's 7-6, and it stops there. The Yankees lose 7-6 to the Cincinnati Reds and lose the series two games out of three. Ooh. Ooh. Mouse. Oh. So. Yeah. This game. Mm-hmm. Um, where to begin? Where to begin? Start of the Delegates game. moved down in the lineup. As ICAF finally starts to hit, he goes to nine and Gallo goes to seven. Because righty lefty. Righty lefty. Um, Carpenter's up, blah, 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 blah. I want to kind of just talk about the bullpen right away because I've sure. seen a lot of people very angry about what happened. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if they understand that Wandy, King, and Holmes were unavailable. And, like, that's not worth getting upset about. They should be unavailable a Reds game before the break, and they just pitch back-to-back. Like, I'm not asking them to break that rule for tonight to use those three guys. It's up to the offense to win the game and the, and the, and Nestor, and he did well. The only thing I don't like is Castro should have come out before Luizaga. I don't, not thrilled with Castro in that spot, but knowing the situation that the, the other three are unavailable, he's been pitching. So uh, when they showed Castro warming up, I was like, why the fuck did you go to Luizaga first? He wasn't good before the injury. So like, it's not only is he healthy, that's, that's question one. It is, is is he good Luizaga or is he bad Luizaga? Because we haven't seen good Luizaga for 
months. So like it's a two tiered thing until we can throw the wise again in a tied game. And the ironic thing is he looks good. He gets beat on a double hit pitch. They, yeah, I didn't think he looked good, but I saw people saying that. But I, I, I mean, think he looked good. I mean, the, the result isn't... His pitches didn't have any wow factor, and his 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 pitches used to be like, whoa. They all just looked right in the center. They were just putting bat to ball. I, I, I didn't know, think I, Yeah, I guess I disagree. I, I think his, his sinker was running. Uh, every part of the bat he hit was running away and jammed the righties. It, it just didn't get the result. Literally a double-hit ball, which... I, I don't know if I've seen that one for a successful base hit. Um, and then, yeah, with the bullpen, it, you know, we've talked earlier this week about, you know, Clay King and Wandy being being the three amigos back there and how kind of wild that is. I, I guess if, if someone wants to be mad about the order, like you said, if you're going to get Castro up, I, I'd rather not put Johnny Lasagna in that spot. Um, but, again, you almost have to use him considering – uh, you know, Licky, and then like if you're not, if you're willing to get Chapman warm, but I know it was extra innings, so they were trying not to use him. So yeah, it's it's just uh we've talked about it a lot. This bullpen, the depth is very different than it was drawn up on paper, and I you know for a couple weeks was talking about how it was gonna show up at some point, and it it basically did. That double hit's funny. We saw that last year because didn't Geo like go one way and then it went the other yes. way it's in a spot it's weird that you like you see one of those like as uh how does that happen you get beat so bad that the ball doesn't go but you like finish swinging it's cool um yeah that i don't know i think like that's just like a respect thing well, Lowe's John, like I, I didn't hear Boone's post game, but I'm guessing like, oh, well, we we believe in the wise guy, like you know, like that's the wise guy. Well, you know? pre like, game Boone said kind of what you're talking about. He was like, we have to use Johnny in a high leverage spot. <laughs> like, look at look at our options. Look at what we got. Yeah, yeah. and they would have had to use him down the line, I guess. But um, and then Litke, I mean, he threw 40 pitches last series. Uh, there's effects from that, so. Whatever. Abreu looked nice. high leverage. He's a medium leverage guy. He's a medium leverage guy and was high leverage. I understand that's true as well. This this game needed to be won by the bats because that was the bullpen situation. That was a tough bullpen situation. Like the top, like the hell. back end, the back three lost, you know, is it um has gotten beat up recently. Not really terribly, besides King or uh Hol- Clay Holmes. But we lost some games with them pitching. One in Boston and then the first one here. They pitched a ton. Uh, we need help with the back three, but to not have them is like, well, saying we're not going to close out a game here. High leverage, Albert. Uh, and then, yeah, you got a circle, you know, in the, what was it the eighth inning when they're putting together that rally? You got bases loaded, DJ up, and Strickland pumps them with, I think, four straight heaters. Um, Strickland looked pretty nasty. Yeah, when he wasn't when he wasn't wild, uh, I mean, you know, not a lot of guys can throw four straight fastballs to DJ LeMahieu, who, by the way, again, the Yankees, uh, <laughs> Trevino on second, two outs. DJ hits one of the hardest balls all night. It's just right at the center fielder, and that's uh, baseball Susan a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yep. Luis Castillo looked good. Luis Castillo sure did look good. How about that? Seems like a guy that's got a little bit of flair and knew a situation a little bit. 
Yeah. And with Jerry Lane calling just like terrible non-strikes for him. Jerry Lane, I mean, it was kind of beautiful because he, he went out to the mound after after the Marwin at bat where he threw a blitz ball, basically a perfect blitz ball change-up pitch and dotted it. Jerry Lane didn't call it, and then Jerry Lane went out to the mound and basically told him, like, hey, sorry, big dog. Uh, and then Luis Castillo was laughing, so it kind of turned into a beautiful moment. Uh, Jerry Lane, man. Uh, uh, man. I'll tell you something. You see him and you're like, that guy's too old. A little bit. Um, He's, this is the professional level right. sports. Happens The fast. ball happens yeah. or goes so fast. Yeah. Um, I'll say this. Uh, the thing I was the most mad about, I, I felt like Dan Rourke took over my body, is when Albert Abreu uh, struck that guy out. 3-2. Uh, Pitch is dotted. You don't know if it's a ball or a strike. Whether you're in the stadium, at home, the hitter, the pitcher, one, one of the out, the infielders. He didn't react. Strike three. Crosses his arms. He did a, when hey, they show the replay, man. he did a tiny punch like this. Come Never, on, dog. He's old, Jake. It's the end of the game. I didn't call him old. Literally gets discounts places. I didn't call Because him. he's lived so long. And you want him to do extra movement? Don't be rude. If that was your grandpa, not extra movement, e- just exerting the, himself, just the normal movement. The batter heard it, and that's all that matters. That's Verdugo's guy. I think if the batter played it cool and walked to first, I don't think Jerry Lane would have corrected him. Uh, Luis Castillo's going to the Dodgers. Just to let everyone know. Okay. Also, not a fact, but could happen. Yeah, no, that's my guess. Right. That's my guess. All the all the trade packages for him that I've seen are higher than like recent comps, which is how all trade rumors always are. Year and a half, a pretty legit ace. Oh, I'm not knocking him. I'm just saying if you look at past year and a half pitchers, Sonny Gray, Stroman. Uh, He's a tier above those guys, to be fair. Uh, Bauer when he got traded like like Peraza's not going in that trade no so oh, the Scherzer Turner trade had some real prospects but it also had two of the best, uh, best players that's, yeah it's two yeah it's two guys so uh, he's really good I like him yeah that was impressive I got sad dude if he came to the Yankees he'd have to shave his head and that's fucked up he's got great hair I'm cool with the facial hair. Like, if Garrett, BBD mentioned this, like, if Garrett can kind of grow his hair out back there, like, why can't Luis Castillo have that hair on the Yankees? Because Steinbrenners don't like it. No comment. It's uh, Mrs. Steinbrenner. That's what her name, Swindell. Sure. What's her name? I think she's like the hair police. Hal has a rat tail. I mean, that's like the biggest kept secret ever. He takes off his suit jacket and he's got like a rat tail from birth. I mean, look at me right now. Yeah, you have a rat I tail. Dude. Am dude, you, for dude, a rat tail. you have a rat tail and a deck of cards in your pocket everywhere you Take go. Take the card part back. <laughs> no. Take dude. the card part back. <laughs> no way. I admitted to the rat tail. Take the card part back. 
Not a rat tail on earth that doesn't carry a deck of cards around with Take them. the card part. All right, then like back. a custom dart. Yes. A custom Absolutely. dart set. Say dice. Absolutely. I had dice. I changed to a dart. You had dice, but you never know how to play. I lost my dice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> lost my dice. Anything else from these games? No, they stunk. I didn't like them. Both teams played awful baseball. Jim. Did a game deserve to be won? The no, Reds didn't deserve to win game one. Uh, Clay Holmes walked everyone. I Yankees a, didn't deserve to win game two. I have a bad brain. I, I admit this a lot. I, this could have been a sweep either way so easily. I mean, so, so dramatically easily. It's, like, scary. So that's where I'm kind of over it. Um, Socks in the all-star break. And, hey, if you're looking to make a bet, maybe you see a guy post something on Twitter that's like, I think Giancarlo Stan's going to homer tonight. And then he does. Oh, wait, that was me, people. And I placed that bet at the DraftKings Sportsbook where this summer DraftKings Sportsbook is giving you a risk-free bet of up to one thousand dollars if you had placed a thousand dollar bet and rode with me you would have gotten i think three thousand dollars that's nice that's you could buy you could buy a used boat with that you can throw down on all major action for baseball golf mma and more download the DraftKings sportsbook app now and use promo code johnboy make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to one thousand dollars that's promo code johnboy only a DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Yeah. Pride of the Yankees. What's the first award we do here? Uh, P of the Y. Mm. You get to go first. Interesting. I think I'm currently seeing two options. I'm seeing three. I'm seeing three, man. Um, I'm seeing three. No, I'm, I'm seeing four. I'm seeing four. I'm seeing three. Seeing four. Ah, now I might be seeing four. Jimmy, I'm going to go with... Oh, shit. I'm seeing five. I'm going with Glaber Torres. Oh, wow. Cool. James, Glaber Torres, and I talked about this a lot on Wake and Jake this week. Glaber Torres has been incredible. I think now on the year among second basemen, he's, he's basically been a top five second baseman this season. Um, you know, we've butter knifed the numbers for you guys many times. He hits the game tying homer tonight, and what a thing of beauty it was. High fastball, kept the bat level through the zone, took it to the porch. Magnificent. Gl- the definition of Glaber not trying to do too much, and he makes this incredibly difficult game look easy sometimes. It's awesome. I was worried about my guy Glay coming off of that first game. Getting thrown out for the triple, he's smiling, having fun. Would have been a leadoff triple or a leadoff double. Did the Yankees score and push another cross? Does Clay Holmes even get up for that ninth inning if they're up for nothing? I don't know. And then he hits the ball destined for the bag, and he's looking at it, 
and he's out by a half step and it doesn't really matter, but it also does matter. And it's, I think we were all having flashbacks to last year's Yankees team where some of those little things happened and you're shaking your head and you're like, oh, guys, what? you can't do that. What do you got? What play is this? So, James, uh, in the first game, you, you know the going for the triple. Uh, yeah. In the ninth inning, DJ walks and Glaber comes up. He hits a chopper right up the middle. It looks so much like it's destined to hit the bag. Michael K's voice starts to get excited, and it just misses the bag, and then they turn it into the double play. Glaber was called safe at first because it was bang-bang at first. Yeah, I remember that part. And then he was a half step out. And, yeah, I mean, this this isn't just Jakey deep cuts. Like, Jack Curry was talking about it after the game. Um, and, dude, if it hits the bag, we would be sitting here saying, like, these 22 Yankees, there's a little bit of magic in the stadium. It somehow just misses it, and instead of, like, a free bonus runner, two on, one out, the Yanks are going to find a way to do it. Uh, and then they cut to Glaber, a sad puppy dog in the dugout, kind of the first time I saw him sad this year. Uh, and he bounces back. Um, he has a great series. He had an RBI in the second game, uh, and then he had the game-tying homer tonight. He finishes the series, uh, what was he, 5 for 13. He had the most hits in the series. He had the most runs scored in the series, tied for the most RBI in the series. Um, and, yeah. Were you saying – I was interpreting it as when you were – as Glaber didn't run because he thought it was going to hit the bag. But that's not – that. it just – it's just the magic was almost there. Or is there an angle where he didn't really run? Oh, there? he's watching it. He's watching it up the line. And, like, if he didn't, he would have been safe. I, I'm not saying the Yankees win the game, but oh, okay. it's as clear as day. Yeah. And it's, I know, it, I, it's, not, it's not even, like, something wrong. Like, I don't blame him for watching it. It's just kind of instincts because it looked like it was going to pop the bag. But you also kind of have to run full tilt. First. I think I was like looking down. I heard the like the ball get put in play. I looked up, saw it was out, and then I turned it off because you were watching the post game and texting. And I was like, I got, I bowed out of all yeah. that. That was just, I was more interested in Scranton. Sure, Electric City. Glaber's been good. I, I think he'll end strong because he plays well against the Red Sox. So I'll put I'll I'll we drag and drop him when you drag and drop your character and we we okay. not worried about him this weekend. Awesome. Thanks. Glaber's a guy that, uh, as as the kids would say, he, he has that dog in him. Mm. He's going to perform this weekend. He, like, kind of does but doesn't. It's a weird dog. Like, he, he's got, like he, like, doesn't not. know. Yeah. He's got dog in him when he doesn't know he has dog <clears throat> in him. Yeah. I think if you tried to have he dog He loses in him. it, but in, that dog's in him. Where was it where you ate dog, Jake? I've never eaten dog. That I know of. Who's your pride? Dude, I was about to give my first award because I got so many prep. Cole, I know, Cole, dog. Cole's my pride. Those were the first two that came up for me. Yeah. Uh, Cole had a really good outing. 11 strikeouts, one walk, zero in runs, four hits, seven innings pitch. He looked pretty crisp. He looked pretty sharp. Cole's my pride. Uh, good job, Cole. Uh, I mean, he's going to teach us how to pitch. Yeesh. Did Congrats. we win? Did we win that? Did we bid on it? 20, I don't think 20K to did. get pitching lessons from Cole? I don't think we're going to win that because we didn't bid. 
Yeah, we forgot to bid on it. Forgot to bid on it. Be cool though. Damn. Do you want to know anything about Cole's outing? Besides, uh, uh, give me good? a couple fun facts before we get to MFR. He threw like all fastballs. <laughs> Thought it was funny. Like a lot of younger, a lot of younger batters. Uh, and he was like, I just throw fastballs. He threw 50% fastballs. I think that's got to be his highest on the year. Fastball. Average 98 miles per hour. Mm-hmm. Must have been feeling good. Yeah. It's pretty good, man. Yeah. And no cutters at all. Cut it out. That was an award from a couple episodes ago. Sure was. Yeah. I gave it out. I I remember. Okay. Let's uh, do the second thing. You Yankee motherfucker. There's kids listening, BBD. Holy smokes. What the H was that, man? Um, My Yankee MF. Let me see how many options we got. Um, a good amount, man. There's a couple, huh? Yeah. Um, Hicks, Savvy. Jimmy. That's so messed up, man. It is. It was a joke. So messed up. I was just joking. You're joking, you swear? I was about Hicks. Wow. For Savvy, it's like, dude, like if you woke up in pain, just skip the game against the Reds and let people know. I'm taking Savvy. Next. (laughs) That's how you MF. Wow, dog. That's a lesson to the kids. I think I'm going to start tucking my thumb a little more in my curveball, Jim. You see how Jack does it? I've talked to Jack. He fully raps like big time. Right. My MFR, I'm between two guys. Uh, (laughs) Both are are Band-Aids. Who do you want? Wait. No, one I have a potential award for, so I'll save him. Uh, Clay Holmes, and I think it's the only time he's going to get one all season, and it's just, like, good for record-keeping. Like, yeah, you know what? He did get one. Yeah, yeah, he did get one. You know, know, a a little fact, Clay Holmes has one MF for this year and zero prides. Hmm. Wow. Who gave him the MF for last time? Was it me? You just did. Oh, I, I thought you were saying he has one already. No, this this is the first. This is the one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, really good. That's what I figured. I thought you were correcting me, and right. you're like, no, he has one already. No, no. no. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't, he just boycotted the game. I didn't like that. He must have been protesting something. Pro- okay. Uh, it was really. Weird. I was gonna say maybe he was protesting Hope Week, and that's a bad joke. No, that's not even. Not even a joke. Um, I definitely a joke. I don't think it's true. I uh, yeah, it was it was it was tough to watch, man. Bizarre, bizarre. And then you you know you start just questioning everything, and it, it's so funny. He hasn't been a pride or an mf'er because he has been like the secret glue of this team. Like a, tough because he pitches one inning is a series. Araldis Chapman hasn't been a part of this season. Jonathan Luizaga has not been a part of this season. Zach Britton 
has not been a part of this season, and it's all been covered. Dude, Chad Green. Chad Green was a part of the season. Well, less than Loisaga and Chappie. I don't think so. Because um, when he was out there, he was at least Chad Green. Um, oh, okay. Clay Holmes has kind of been this unbelievable safety blanket that has ended games for us. Mike King obviously deserves a, a big assist there, but... Um, and the Yankees, the Yankees killed the interviews afterwards. Garrett crushed it. And dude, dude had a point four. Uh, really good quote by him. Uh, and yeah, man, he he earned it. It sucks that it looked like this. You would have rather he gave up. He did a sevy. You would have rather he gave up three straight homers and just been like, "Whoa, that was weird, huh?" Instead, yeah. it was like, "Oh, what?" But the robot, the robot was broken for a night. Dude had a point four. It's good. It's good call. My granddaddy built this house in 192. Okay. Don't <laughs> tell the people what you're quoting. Uh Harold and Kumar escaped from Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only scene I like. I have it on my phone. I sent it to Jake tonight. It's you should post the clip. It's a funny clip. <laughs> it is it's funny, funny, right? I la- laugh? I left out a lot. Yeah. It's a funny clip. <laughs> um. All right, let's go to regular old awards. Roa. Should I send it to BBD? He'll send it to BBD. I'll send it to BBD. Jim, Roa regular old awards uh, are brought to us by we're going to the All-Star game. I'd, I'd tell you about the VIP tickets, but we sold out, Jim. Wow. We sold out, so we're, we're going to be at the Boomtown Brewery watching the All-Star game. So if you're in L.A., you know, I know it's probably limited pool. Uh, talking Yanks fans in L.A. But if you are, you should be there. We're going to be there. And, like, everyone from John Boy Media. So, uh, seems like a no-brainer, right? Does. Does. Boomtown Brewery. Boomtown Brewery. It's your Boomtown Brewery. This whole... This whole thing. Um, Jim, I'm going to give out my first award. A lot of boom towns didn't survive. It's the IT support award. IT support. You know this one. Well, the only I'm going to guess IKF just because you hinted that you were going to talk about him today. Wrong, wrong, wrong. It's so wrong. Um, James, you would have had it if you thought about it for more than a second. Um, I only thought about it for a second. I know. That's why yeah. I had all... Everything adds up. James, I just said it. Uh, the robot was broken. Not sure exactly what happened. He comes out the second day, and the strike zone, holy smokes, the umpire was a godsend. It was a brutal Ooh. It was a brutal watch for a little bit. Who's I'll, winning the award? We'll get there, Jim. It's called being an artiste. Uh, read a book. Oh, my goodness. The umpire is awful. Both teams are mad at him. The zone is unreal. It's the biggest strike zone I, I've seen in years. And Clay Holmes gets the benefit of that. A couple pitches. Jim, the IT support, the guy who saved the computer, was Jose Trevino, who was making some picks behind the plate that, Jim, if this was the 21 Yankees, this would have been a sweep for the Cincinnati Reds. Because 
you know we love Gary, but those sinkers coming at Gary <laughs> would have ended up in all sorts of different parts of the ballpark. Brain uh, would have fried. And what Jose was doing back there uh, was artwork of his own, and he was the IT support for the broken computer that helped him get through that follow-up outing to get him right. Trevi, our guy. I was watching him because I watch a lot of Yankees games. Sure. Same. It is so cool how he gets around the ball. He's different than most catchers because no matter what, he gets around it. So one thing they they teach these catchers is to not give the target, but then as soon as they start their delivery, get rid of the target so the ump has no idea where the ball is intended to go. Because then a lot of times if you miss your spot, he'll call it a ball even though because the catcher has to like reach over. So you see, you see Travis set up and then go down. And then there was one that was like high and inside. And instead of coming straight back up, he went around and caught it that way. And then he, and then he went around and caught it down. I fell into a trance where like, like when we watch baggage and I just watched Jerry Springer's hands, that's what I was doing with Trevino. It was like, I had a blur on everything else. And I was just watching him circumnavigate these balls it's uh it truly is an art form that's um gonna be gone in two years so but it's awesome it's awesome i mean those balls he's getting out of the dirt uh on a high rate is pretty nuts uh, and it's because of the same technique. everyone's saying that was higgy not trevi in that game too was that higgy i don't know what i was talking about i think game one is when i was watching trevi do that because he came in for Higgy, let me see when. Um, I'll double check because I, I may have, I may have done that wrong. Carpenter hits for Higgy, bottom nine, and then Trevino comes in. That was Higgy, so my apologies to Trevi, Higster. So, so Higgy gets the IT support award. Higgy gets the IT support award. That's huge for Higgy. Everything I say stands. Well, everything I was saying was about Trevino. Higgy's good, but he's not that like that. Higgy's a little more old school, where just like the little flick, like catches it, then moves. The casual. Trevino catches it on his way in, and we're talking about 100-mile-per-hour sinkers. Yeah. It's nuts. Nuts. Sorry, Higster. I tweeted it out. It was Higgy during. That was stupid. That was stupid. It's okay. We all forgive you. You got in my head with the four awards thing, but now I'm excited to hear one. Oh, I'm giving out the gonorrhea award. Uh The gonorrhea award? Yep. An infection caused by a sexually transmitted bacterium that affects both males and females. Often affects the urethra, rectum, or throat. Females, it can also infect the cervix. Commonly spread during... Okay. Um, Where are you going, Jim? Gallo? No. Tough guess, whatever I said, so... That was rude. Um, Carpenter. Mm. Band of Brothers. uh, Staff Sergeant William Garnier. Nickname, Gonorrhea. At one point, he sees uh, Bull Randleman 
both actors, fans of John Boy Media, and I've interacted with. I didn't put that together until now. Uh, you know, he they thought he was dead, and they finally see him. And when he find and when he sees him, Garnier says, "I don't know whether to slap you, kiss you, or salute you." And that's kind of how I feel about Matt Carpenter right now. Like sometimes I think he's worthy of a salute, and that mustache is so manly. Some of the plays in in right field, just not knowing where to throw the ball at all. Yeah. Maybe a little slap. That great play on the warning track, big old slap. Yeah. And then the home run, a kiss. So Carpenter put me through the ringer emotionally. The first catch was rude to then kind of botch a couple later on. Because that first catch, I was like, my goodness, we got something brewing here. But then the home run, like, what What do you do about this? You have to play him. Uh, you have to play him. He's hitting at an unreal level. I know, Um, you know, you were digging into the three three at-bats thing with Marwin. They, they posted the stat tonight in games he starts. He's like a 1-3 OPS player. Uh, and that's a guy you have to play. Oh, the Yankees have a lot of guys they have to play that they don't play. They have a lot of guys you shouldn't play, and they play them. Well, Carpenter, you have to play. Um, and and they kind of can. Uh, so him him sitting out both of the first two games, I mean, that's that's pretty inexcusable, um, especially after he does it again tonight. So, yeah, man. I mean, that's uh, keep rolling the ball out there and see what happens. Um, I don't think you'd slap Matt Carpenter. That's my only... I wouldn't, but maybe Wild Bill would. Right. 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 You said you might give him a little slap? Yeah, a little one. For the good catch, a big one. Like on the ass? I'm going to give out the Chopping Wood Award. Oh. You are, huh? Sure am. IKF. It's not going IKF. Um, Why'd you say we were talking about him and you said you're going to hear more about this guy later? Oh, so we paused the conversation. No, I was saying in game, I I missed it in game two. I wish you'd said it then. I said we we're going to talk about it later in this game. Uh, he had one of his patented throwing errors. Um, oh, no, I didn't bring it up because I thought you were hinting at an award. I said later this game, so I'm I'm sorry, sorry about the miscommunication there between us. Well, he does have his five minutes scheduled at the end of every episode, right. um, so I don't, I don't want to cut into that time, anyways. Uh, <laughs> James, I, I decided, uh, I'm going to take a high road, and it, it's actually not a fully high road, uh, but it's something cool that deserves to be talked about, and probably didn't get talked about enough. Uh, the big fella, Giancarlo Stanton, he, uh, he hits a pretty badass homer in the second game to tie it up. Uh, it's a porch job, and it's a you, homer that only he can hit. Um, that fastball up and in, the pitcher's just astonished that that's a home run. Um, but, Jim, it's not fully tied to that. I did want to highlight that. It's Giancarlo's new party trick he's, he's busted out. Is that in the at-bats where he expects himself to hit a home run? a la tonight uh, against, um, I think it was the pitcher before uh, Minor. Revere Martin. 
Uh, I think it was one of the relievers in between. But he does a new chopping wood thing where he's mad that he didn't hit the home run. So he brings the bat directly over his head and throws it down. We've now seen him do this in, I think, like the last two or three series that it's now a signature move. He's been doing that. He's just been good for a while. I used to gif it every time in uh, 2019 or 2018 because he would he would do it this way, and if the dugout's behind him, he would get in that position, come down, and over his head backward. I have some gifs. Uh, one time he went through his legs backwards. He gets very mad. Uh, yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been good. It's been a while. Um. It's a cool homer. It's like a unicorn in a lot of sense. Only stadium, only guy. I mean, the fact it's a home run is bizarre on multiple levels. Yes. Uh, he's having a weird season, man. He, uh, like it, a, he's he's been slumping for a while, but every time he hits the ball, it's a home run. So it's it's kind of not a slump, but it it is. Yeah. Like, he had a slump early in the year that did hurt his numbers, but this latest slump hasn't because, yeah, he, had, he was hitting, like, at least a homer like he's, series. Like, he's just – he's tied for sixth in baseball with 23 home runs. He's hitting two thirty two, and he's he's just not that guy. Like, he hits the ball so hard that Stan, like, is kind of naturally, like, a two seventy type hitter. Um, he's been in a, a funk – but whenever he hits a ball, it's a home run. That uh, It's a weird kind of end to the first half for him. BBD, can you put the tweet I just sent you on screen at some point? Cause... Yeah, I'm figuring out if I can put it on screen. I did put it in the chat for our live audience. Okay. Giancarlo, is... Giancarlo Stanton last 30 games started. 173 batting average. 295 on base, a 509 slugging. He's got 19 hits, and 12 of them are homers. So it's just, it's it's bizarre, because he's, he's really not that guy. I mean, he's a career 267 batting average hitter. With the Yankees, he's been a 263 hitter. I'm going to, the I wanted to level out. Like the home runs are good, I'm, I'm, but I'd like a little more day in day out. I'm tagging talking Yanks, but this is the one I'm talking about where he goes backwards. It cracks me up whenever I see it. Uh, I'd like him to mix that in even when he's playing well. Yeah, it's That's just fair. cool. Oh, here, BBD's got it up. <laughs> Boom! Toss. Then he calls himself a stupid motherfucker. The two out toss. Yeah. Bam. Cool. That's how you end an inning. Uh, okay. My final award is the um deciding between a couple here. I still have three available. Yeah, three. Is he gonna combine them to get a multiple? We've seen that before. He's looking, he's thinking. You never you've never I, I don't know. Do eyes shit. squinted the the smile got a little tighter. I'm giving uh, the Cheryl Yost award. Cheryl Yost, the wife of Coach Yost from, remember, the Titans. 
He was wifeless. Um, is that the daughter then? Yeah. <sighs> oh, man. If you Google Cheryl Yost, you just get a bunch of Cheryl Yosts who exist on this planet. Just <laughs> random Cheryl Yosts? Yeah. Like there's not a, there's not a dominant Cheryl Yost no. out there? No, it's literally That's- it's literally like a pick of eight Cheryl Yosts. Um, I got all uh, Haley Penetier, whatever her name is. Ooh, uh, he's lining up off sides. Um, all time movie quote. Uh, you are giving it to uh, DJ LeMayhew. No, wrong. I know it wasn't. I'm giving it to Brian Cashman. Here we go. Now's not the time to be proud. Mm. Hey, coach. Now's not the time to be proud. Gallo can't play against Boston. Gallo can't play. DFM. What are you going to get for him? A 19-year-old 40th round reliever in A ball right now? Not worth it. He's honestly the worst baseball hitter I've seen on a field. And it's unfathomable that he is still on the roster. Cash, call people up. Florial. I know you're not calling him up because you're trying to trade him because that's the only reason that, like, Andy Hart got up before him and, like, because Florio's, like, crushing it right now and he only has one option left, so he's not going to be on the Yankees for long. So I feel like he's definitely trying to trade Florio while his stock is at an all-time high. Uh, But let's make some moves out of break. Like, if you don't do Gallo now, which you won't, I understand it, out of the break, revamp, make some moves. Like, now's not time to be proud. You got guys that are not on the postseason roster. So let's uh, come out of the break. So we might be going in on a little sour note. Where we're coming right back out two versus Boston or Houston. Double like, header. Now's not the time to be proud. You get, you built like you built a fucking awesome team. So many of the things that we did that you did are working. Some aren't. You know, Ed Henry's kicking my ass out there. Mm. I could sure use a hand. You sure use a hand, yeah. I watched it. You've seen Remember the Titans? It's a good flick, man. Really? Yeah. It's a really Has good our flick. like younger audience not? Like, Superman. BBD hasn't seen it. I thought we might have been dating ourselves for a second there. Like, I think we would be devastated to find out tomorrow how much of our office hasn't seen Remember the Titans. Dude, I don't, I don't know, though, because, like, I've seen Hoosiers and sure. Major League. Right. We grew up Bull in a different Durham. era. I've also seen those. We're going to office poll tomorrow. Fridays are weird. Fridays are weird. Yeah, no, the Friday crowd definitely not, hasn't seen it. Okay, we'll save it for a couple weeks then. Cause we're going That's to the unbelievable, game. BBD. How have you not seen Remember the Titans? I think you'd be sad when you get the office pullback. To be fair, we'll make everyone No, I don't think so, Jake. It's not like There's a, a random one. It's like, have you seen Forrest Gump? Yeah. Like, it's it's in that <clears throat> class of, like, you see it. It's just the movie you see. I just no, think... I, I think I'm wrong. For having not seen it. I have a bunch of movies like that. Because that was the movie that was played on every bus that ever played movies on it. And I think this generation's gotten away from that because they've all had, like, cell phones and shit. 
Boss movies. Bus movies. I mean, remember that you got on a bus and remember the Titans was playing. Yeah. What are we watching, Coach? Remember the Titans. Oh, field trip to what are what are some of those legendary Connecticut field trips? Did you go to that old village? The village that was still like We used to just go to the dump. Pilgrims. Excuse me? We used to get all the recycling from the school. Right. Bus it to the dump. Mm-hmm. Greens, clears, browns, all the bottles. Right. So that's the uh, Cheryl Yost Award. Right. I've definitely given an award based on that quote before. Sturbridge Village, shout out. The real ones know. What an incredible field trip. You're churning butter. This is sweet. Let me do one. I'm Taft I'm in Illinois. Okay. Fifth grade. What is it? It's like a place where like you go, you live in like dorms, like in okay. inside like bunk bed dorms and you do all this like wilderness retreat shit in fifth grade. Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We did that in six. Nature's classroom, we called it. Yeah, that's lame. But ours, we were just like, it was the Taft field trip. Nature's classroom was kind of flames emoji. That's when we were taught that if you chew on the mints, they spark in your mouth. I kissed a girl. It was cool. I saw we had like an exchange teacher. She saw snow for the first time. That was pretty cool. Wow. Um, I let out a couple gasps. It almost seemed like the pitchers were trying to see how down the middle they could throw it to Joey. Did you see the stat I tweeted? Which one? Out of the last 129 pitches in the zone, yeah, he has four hits. One of them is the triple that was dropped, and another is the squib in game one against the Reds. Right. So he has two hits, Yeah. last 129 pitches in the zone. Like, we're, we are running into unfathomable, awful stats for Joey Gallo. And Chris Davis had $100 million, and the Orioles couldn't just do it. The Mets had Robinson Cano, $30 million, and they just said, fuck it. Okay. Gallo's got what, $4 mil? Five? I have no idea what it is. Left on the year? Yeah. Like, what are they even ditching? And he's not going to be around. So call up Lo Castro and have him play left field. Call up Florial, have him play left field. Call up Andor, have him play left field. Start Marwin Carp. Like, don't just what are you doing? It's just like it's just a weird thing of pride now. You're not upping his value. The stats are so bad. He's not going to run into two homers and all of a sudden someone's going to be like, oh, yeah, now we'll give you a double-A reliever. It's cut bait. Now's not the time to be proud. Ed Henry's kicking your ass out there. As I have been for about five weeks now, I'm interested to see how the story ends. Joey Gallo worked two walks tonight. In the last 129 pitches in the zone, he has two legitimate hits. If the pitcher doesn't throw him strikes, that's not Joey Gallo doing well. 
as a pitcher doing not well. Is that the end? Is, did you give out two awards? I gave out two. I also had the Virat Kohli Award. Okay. Just one of the best cricket batsmen to ever do it. Going through an awful slump. Yeah. Pakistan batter tweeted out, like, we're with you. Like, this this too shall pass. Right. And uh, just, just going to throw that judge's way. Okay. Just like, we're with you, dude. Oh, the homer yeah. tonight ended it. Well, I thought the homer against, um, would they play before Boston? Pittsburgh. Yeah, I thought that one might, against uh, Banuelos. I thought that one might have ended it. I mean, that was Manny being a friend. He also put one to the corner again in Fenway. Well, he had a nice hit. But, yeah, I don't know. Still still, still not him. That's where I, I, gen, I obviously, I mean, a Yankees podcast. So, But that. That inside out opposite field four thirty five, you know that's that's the best of Aaron Judge. So I I think he he limped for a little bit. I think against Boston, uh, I think he I think he was trying to turn on the ball too much. I mean it's it it sounds so obnoxious being fucking me and talking about Aaron Judge's swing. I'll be mm. completely honest with you people, um, but I, I I think we might be in tune for a big Boston series to bring him back. Bring him back into the all-star break. Get get near that one daughter again, Judgy. And then my other award was be a lot award. Be a lot. Be a lot. It's a new phrase I started saying tonight out of nowhere. Really? I tweeted about it. Really? Yeah. Hmm. On the Glaber on the Glaber home run. Yeah. I thought you said you read my tweets, man. I read some of them. On the Glaber home run, I uh I'll bring up I, your Twitter. Yeah. Uh, two hours ago, I was screaming, be a lot, be a lot at the Glaber ball. And I've never yelled that about a potential homer before. I've now trademarked it. Tie game. That's hilarious. Yeah. Because at 936. Yes. I yelled, be a lot. When Judge hit his home run. And I so tweeted that it? out. I tweeted that out. And I think. I think it was before you. No, I don't think so. It it was. It was. No. I mean, there's there's receipts. It was nine minutes before yours. Well, I typed mine out, and I sat on it for a while. It's a sneaky good baseball phrase, I think. Be a lot. Be a lot. Yeah, I like it. I'm going to add it to my... Uh, a hit, a hit, a base hit. A base hit. That's broadcasting stuff. To my collection of I, two two. Be a lot will be a good broadcasting term, too. Be a lot. I hope when we start live streaming games down the stretch in the postseason. There's such desperation in there's that. There's such desperation. Be a lot. Yeah. I, I hope that when we uh, start doing, or we do, we got a couple more with yes, and then, yeah. and then down the stretch in postseason, I hope we remember that we want to be guys that yell be a lot. I could see that stick. I like I it. Hit, I hit a base hit. That's me broadcasting a game. Be a lot. You can yell that off the bat for anyone. Yeah. Yeah. That's just fan stuff. Be a lot. Be a lot. 
It's also like a life lesson. Ah. I was kind of raised the opposite. Oh, look at yourself. You're a lot. With that goatee. My mom often said, <laughs> why do all these parents <laughs> kid about their, care about their kids not being average? Average is good. Average is good. Average is great. In, in life. Sure. Not in, not in, uh, not, not in baseball. A, not when you see a ball hit. Yeah. It, it works in a lot of sports. Golf. Well, I think it is a golf phrase, no? Football. Uh, golf's like be the right number, be the, be the ball, be the club. Be, I think it's not be, be a, a lot. lot. Translates most to golf in my head. Eas- easiest transit, yeah. transitive, yeah. Those are your words? That was cool. Um, yeah, that was what I had. Gonorrhea, be a lot, Virat Coley, and uh, Cheryl Yost. It's good stuff, man. It is good stuff. The Yankees are good. Did you see Rizzo fishing for Nestor? Yes. I was trying to get the sound bite of him just saying, I caught a nasty one. And I was going to like rid all the context and just have the audio. And like, we have a drop for it on the board. I thought that would be a good sound drop. Put that with your gonorrhea award. What the fuck did you just say? Um, I thought my king could have also been a pride. I thought Albert Abreu could also have been a pride. Ooh, okay. And Nestor. Yeah. Some people in the chat are saying the five minute of IKF time should happen. He's hitting well with the bat right now. Um, I think I think in in July he has good numbers. I like that at bat where he actually took his a swing. I would fucking love to see that more. Uh, statistically, he's bottom ten player in the American League. Like I finally snapped. People on here have heard me snap a bunch. I finally snapped on Twitter, which reaches way more people than the podcast. And I posted like his stats. And then people argue with me. And I'm like, I posting his stats comparative to the league numbers. And they're like, dude, he's not that bad. And I'm like, according to what? Because the stats say he's bottom 10. Like the batting average, he's 58th percentile. No one brags about that. So he had, he had, he is hitting right now. It'll taper off because he's had one hot stretch. This is his second, then it'll go down. But he also made a routine error. And finally, Yes Network started like actually talking about it. Yeah. Booney got asked a question, lied through his teeth. Mm. He's like, I, he's been great for us. He's had like five errors. I'm like, Boone, you guys told him to start throwing bounce passes because he's so bad at throwing. You had a coaching session to tell your shortstop not to throw the ball at your first baseman's chest. So, la, 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 da, da. Mm. that's not like what you tell your good defensive shortstop. So, you know, don't go in the United States blind. 
that a baggage quote? Yeah. Like, let's not pretend we're blind. Like, I understand you're not going to dish your own player, and that's fine. And I don't want you to. So, sure, lie a little. But, like, you can't do a thing where, like, Rizzo and them are like, yeah, just fucking bounce it way earlier. And that'll help you throw better. And then be like, no qualms. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? So, anyway, Peraza's playing well. He had a home run, a double today. I'm not, dude. The only thing is, I don't even know if Peraza is going to be good. No. Like, I'm such a cynical person on prospects. But, like, what's the worst that can happen? He's bottom 10%, bottom 10 player in the AL. We have that. Right. Statistically speaking, using numbers. Using numbers. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, 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 that's not my opinion. True story. It's the numbers. I uh, we had a busy day today. We went to the warehouse, um, got dinner with uh, my sweet Jessica, dude, uh, at a restaurant, uh, and got a nice seat right before seven p.m. Right before the Yankees game. Had an angle on the TV. Hadn't looked at the lineup or anything. Um, and then I saw one of the first plays was a ground ball to short, and I was like, "Oh, that's Marwin." Yeah. Because of the way he approached and attacked the ball and everything. So that's, Jimmy, that's why, uh, that's the only part in your speech you're missing there is that even if Peraza's not the answer, Marwin's a potential better answer. And then even after On that, both sides of the ball. Even after that, uh, Tyler Wade um, is the insurance answer. So, um, so Sean, who's in the chat, Sean likes IKF, he just said putting the ball in play has value. I fully agree. Yeah. But show me the value of Kiner's balls in place. Because according to all of the stats, there's no value been added. Right. Like that's what it's, it's not opinion based objectively. Bottom 10 player in the AL. IKF putting the ball in play is the same in the same pool as the as Gallo walks a lot. It's like, yeah, like same I, thing. At least he does same that. thing. Like Gallo walks a lot because he doesn't because he's because he that's the least he, he doesn't do. hit. Yeah. The least he could do is put the ball in play. Like what's Gallo's on base? It's still below three. Yeah, I mean, because he doesn't get any hits. His walk rate is is still two ninety. Great, but he he has a higher slugging than IKF. And there's our five. There you go. There's five. Some people are like. Just stop complaining. They're not going to do anything. He's here for the season. If they, if he, unless it's drastic improvement on routine balls, if he's the starting shortstop for the playoffs, it it tops the Mike Ford pinch hit. It tops the Davy opener and Hat Bolt guy as this like the most brain numbing playoff decision you could have to run a shortstop out there that botches routine balls in the postseason. I mean, this, this may answer the question for people, or you may 
take out a weapon against me, but playoff game, Joey Gallo in left field or IKF at shortstop? Joey Gallo in left field. You prefer that? I'd rather Joey Gallo in left field than Kiner at short. If though, if I have to choose one of the two, because more balls go to shortstop, involved in more plays. Right. No, I just I, I think for people that have been listening and. Again, I, I think I said this last time. If you're an IKF and a Gallo guy, I'm like, whoa, we got to talk. Um, I'll have what he's having. Um, but, yeah, I think that's just a good example of where you're at on it. I can't believe he's still do- going. Right. We've seen players play worse and get faster boots. Fuck, dude. We saw Greg Allen came up and play really good. You're right. We had to keep get that a secret. Closing room on a bad on a team that wasn't we had to keep that well. a secret till the wild card. Yeah. Ooh, Greg Allen, you're playing good. Let's keep you in AAA. <laughs> Yankees are sixty-two and twenty-seven. Go beat up on the Red Sox. They haven't looked good for a bit. Yeah, uh, I do. I do mean that. I. That Houston, Houston series was all like they got no hit. They almost got no hit again. The A series, they came back in every game off of one of the worst bullpens in uh, the worst bullpen in the American League and the worst team in the American League. They had to come back in every game to win it. Guardians, and they the, look good. Guardians, they look good. Double header, they have way more depth, but they did look good. And then um, they split with the Pirates. Split with the Pirates. They didn't really look good in Boston. And then they look bad here. So, like, we haven't seen the well-oiled looking good winning with ease in a bit. I know they're still winning in that stretch. So, I'm, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying, like, from where we were, we are here. Probably still better than every other fan base. And we are spoiled. I'm just saying, it, we just have, we have not seen what we were seeing for a little bit now. I think 13 and 11 in the last essentially month. Yeah, I mean, this this Red Series doesn't bother me at all. Each team should have walked away with three losses or three wins. Um, the Boston Series got wonky. They could have easily had that third game. Like, there's we're two double plays away from two wins, the Trevino turn and the Donaldson turn in Boston. Um, and I, just baseball happens. Like, this was going to happen at some point. Um, and you know, I've, I've been saying it since the first Red Sox Series. Three at home versus Boston. Um, and they just lost four in a row. You uh, you can't full limp. I can give you a blip. You can't full limp. I agree. A little nervous about this Boston Series. Them seeing the same pitchers. Cole at home. I like that. Win one, of the, win one of the first two. Cole at home. Yeah. You know? Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees. <laughs>